The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. everybody welcome to retro pop in the 2020 western new york podcon podcon goes digital uh well let me introduce myself first if i uh, never listened or watched our show before my name is matt johnson and i'm alongside my man on my right side johnny townsend johnny how you doing my friend i discovered that at the beautiful age of 37 i could no longer eat as much cheese as i would wish <laughs> uh it i'll pay for it later and it's just not worth it (laughs) yeah welcome to uh, retro i'm a man who likes cheese (laughs) cheese is great i'm a man who likes cheese cheese is great cheese is amazing it's yeah i think most i think most of our viewers would agree i think most of our viewers would would agree with that um but yeah yeah, welcome everybody you showed me a person who you you showed me a person who doesn't like cheese (laughs) and i'll show you a person who just does deserve to be among the human race (laughs) I wholeheartedly agree. Wholeheartedly agree. That's kind of the wackiness, though, everybody. That's the wackiness that goes hand-in-hand with Retro Pop. Uh, if you're not a regular listener, we run bi-weekly, so every other Sunday. Uh, tomorrow, we're actually, this audio from this from our stream will be up for a podcast listening, so make sure you check it out. But uh, today, today, Johnny, my friend, uh, we decided to pick a fun year to talk about. Uh, and that year happens yes. to be 1993. I got to ask you, uh, where were you in life in, in 1993? So I was 10 years old. I turned 10 that year. I, The reason I remember 93 more than anything is because uh, a certain movie came out that year uh, that I was at the perfect age for because, A, I love dinosaurs yeah. at 10 years old, and, and B... Uh, this was like a, this was like a, a really strange. This is going to sound really strange, but th- this movie Jurassic Park, which we may talk about later, who knows? Uh, this movie <laughs> Jurassic Park, uh, kind of ruled my life that year, because uh, I really wanted to see it, but I also was afraid it might be too scary for me. I don't know if that makes any sense. Uh, yeah, because so, I mean I was ten years old, uh, so I was. <laughs> So I really wanted to see it, but also I was kind of a little afraid to see it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Jurassic Park, uh, that's that's what I remember about 93, is Jurassic Park. Okay. Uh, let's see. I was two, and I was really mad because I had a sister on the way, and uh, and I, was not, I wasn't an only child anymore. So yeah. Yeah. I didn't get spoiled. Life sucked. See, I already had a I sister. I hit rock bottom. Then. I hit rock bottom. At, at, in 93 yeah. it was a, that was a low point of my life at two years old, <laughs> it's, at two years old. it's horrible yeah. it's horrible it was yeah. it was bad times Whoop, bad times hard times Ter- hard times terrible twos, terrible twos. <laughs> but um but yeah so 1993 why we're focusing in on this is because 1993 is widely considered the best year of entertainment i think at least in some perspectives it was a it was a pretty solid year. You're getting a little bit of the 80s. You're getting some of the two, you know, some of the 90s. Well, obviously it's part of the 90s, of course, but uh, a pretty widely regard, highly regarded era and in, uh, in, in media. Uh, it birthed a lot of pop culture. Uh, 
you know, I I yeah. still look back yeah. fondly on a lot of that sort of that era's type of uh, you know a lot of stuff, and then we're going to talk about that today. Uh, but I look back very fondly on that era's you know entertainment and media. Yeah, ninety three was a was a fairly huge year when it comes to pop culture. So uh, that's kind of when we picked that year. We know a lot of uh, pretty important things in pop culture kind of happened in ninety three. Um, one of the one of the categ- we got four categories that we're going to go over. We're going to each give our top five. Uh, but one of the things <laughs> I want to discuss this real quick because I was wondering if you had the same issues with, with you being two years old, Matt. Um, I was only ten. Uh, during this time so my musical taste obviously had not grown right uh i basically listened to whatever my parents listened to when i'm when you're 10 years old that and uh disney songs was kind of disney songs and uh my mom was a big like uh reba mcintyre fan so i knew a lot of reba mcintyre songs at 10 years old that'll do it so that's kind of where i was yeah so i so i decided to look at the top songs from 1993 to, just to see if i could do a list and i looked at those and i was like i don't like any of these <laughs> so, yeah i none i, of them, I yeah, none of them brought back memories at all for me i can i can agree i mean if i try hard enough i'm sure i'd find some songs that i enjoyed but i i mean my mom my parents filmed everything baby videos and it's all just my dad with his long hair, just reliving his 80s glory days with his, like, mullet thing going on and uh, <laughs> listening to Queen and, and this and that. So uh, good music, but, yeah, not 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 the fondest memories of for 93. Uh, but, yeah, so the four, Johnny was mentioning, we're going to do four categories. We're just going to talk about our top five lists, and we'll get into that right now. Uh, the very first one, well, the four categories we're going to talk about are cartoons, movies, TV shows and video games, all from 1993. And, uh, you know, for TV shows, movies, cartoons, as long as they were running in 93, they're an acceptable answer. Video games, they had, had to have come out in the year 1993 for it to be eligible for this. But let's start off, Johnny. We're going to go into the cartoons portion of this and your top five. Just a little caveat here. When I was doing this list, um, a lot of cartoons I loved were still being reran during 93, but they weren't doing new episodes, so I did not include those. Okay. Uh, I wanted these to be shows that were current for 93. It was the way I looked at it. All right, so my number five is uh, Earth, Wind, Fire, Heart. It's Captain Planet. He's a hero. Matt, he's going to take pollution uh, down to zero. <laughs> oh, man, I wonder what show, what show that is. I wonder what show that is. <laughs> it's Captain Planet, of course. Great show. Fantastic. Uh, Captain Planet, yeah. Not only, Matt, not only did I get a great quality cartoon that really told me about the, uh, you know, how much we need a lot of art, but also it told me that uh, I need to recycle. So uh, good things from one cartoon there. Yeah, it's a good, I, I think I had a toy of that. I, I think I'm pretty sure, like 90% sure that I had a toy from that uh, show. All of Captain Planet, And, I, and of I'm fairly certain Captain, Captain Planet himself kind of had a mullet, too. So... All right. Very good. Nice top five. Well, nice number five. What do we got for number four? All right. Number four, I have Rocco's Modern Life. 
this was to me this was one of my favorite uh nicktoons i loved rocco and i loved doug those are kind of my top nicktoons that i would watch rugrats sort of was in there a little bit but rocco's modern life always liked always loved because it's so weird and strange it's just a weird strange cartoon sort of uh, but, you know, you got little Rocco with his heifer buddy, the cow. Uh, so I love this cartoon. So Rocco's Martin Life is my number four. All right. All right. Number three, I have uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Excellent I choice. loved not only, yeah, not only do I love the, the video game, one of my favorite games of all time, Sonic 2. Uh, but Sonic the Hedgehog had a fairly popular cartoon that not only – uh, was a lot of fun for me as a kid, but also, uh, you know, it was voiced by Jalil White, uh, Urkel himself. So uh, this thing had everything going for it. My number three, Sonic the Hedgehog. Very good. Number two, uh, number two, Matt, they're pretty zany to the max. They, of course, are the Animaniacs. Uh, that's my number two. I absolutely love and adore the Animaniacs. To me, it still holds up. Uh, I love this cartoon. It's so good. Uh, it would it was, it was basically kind of like, in a way, Saturday Night Live for kids because they would do little skits and stuff during it. Yeah, in a way, yeah, it was, it was a little bit of everything. They did a little had, bit of everything. Yeah, so I loved it. But my uh, number one uh, cartoon from 1993 and to this day still one of my all-time favorites, and actually was trending uh, on the Twitter last night for whatever reason. I don't know why, uh, but I think people are just bored. But it's Darkwing Duck. Uh, Darkwing Duck is my number one cartoon from 1993. I mean, it's freaking, it's the Batman of the Disney universe, you know, uh, it's, it's obviously slightly goofier. <laughs> yeah. Uh, great top Darkly five. Duck, my number one, one of my all time favorite cartoons. What Excellent. about you, Matt? Excellent top five. All right. Yeah. Let's go take a look at what I got. Uh, my top five cartoons. I have some that line up with what you got. All right. Number five, Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, cartoon it was just cool to see video games come on tv like be on tv and have their own shows and stuff yeah. that, that goes a long way for me especially in an era where i don't know video games were mainstream but they weren't at the same time like before i think sonic i think right. they did a uh, like a super mario brothers cartoon and maybe some other ones but it was this yeah. like sonic yeah. was my generation that was like my first that was my first video game mascot to see him in a cartoon form was pretty cool uh number four animaniacs for all the reasons you mentioned it was it was like Saturday Night Live for kids in a cartoon form, and uh, did a little bit of everything. Had I, again, I associate a lot of this stuff with toys, and they had some pretty sweet toys. Uh, I think Burger King or McDonald's had uh, did it with their kids' meals, but they, they had some great toys, and uh, it was funny. It was funny. I remember a lot of mornings waking up, getting ready for school, with my you know, and my mom, and we just sit down and watch this to get ready. Uh, number three, I'm gonna go Bobby's World. Bobby's World oh, yeah. on this one. Uh, Another goofy for all the all the same reason they had Animaniacs was uh, again Toy Association. I know they were on Pogs for a little while. Uh, Bobby's World was good television. Oh man, Pogs! <laughs> it was some it was some great television. I, I definitely appreciated what Bobby's yeah. World had to offer. Uh, number two, I'm gonna go Batman the Animated Series in this one. Uh, I think it came it either came out '92 or '93. I, I want to say it came out in 1993. Uh, but it was, oh, man. Batman the Animated Series was great comic book cartoon television. It took a lot of influences from the to Tim me, Burton Batman and, yeah. and, and and made a masterful, like, sweet toy line that came from it. That, and a lot of, oh, cool, yeah. a lot of yeah. cool comic like moments. And you got to see a lot of 
villains that you're probably never going to see in live action form, but then a cartoon and it, and it, it made brought, it. I mean, literally, literally created Harley Quinn. I mean, Harley Quinn came from it. That's true. Um, uh, I, the only reason I didn't have that on my list because it would have been number one. Honestly, it really would have been number one. Is that I'm I feel I'm fairly certain I didn't discover that show until like a year later. That's because fair. it would start. They started. They started showing it in the afternoon. Oh, uh, I when see. I'd get home from school, reruns. It was, yeah, it was perfect for me to watch it then. Yeah, so that's when I really discovered it. But I'm agreeing with you. That's to me, just using comic books as an example. It's one of the all-time top comic book cartoons ever. Oh, for sure, for sure. And my number one is another comic book cartoon. All right, X-Men: The Animated Series. I went here uh, with this one. Huge X-Men fan. Right. It and my favorite part of it was it used the Jim Lee animations, like cartoon style gear, like attires, yeah. everything. The voice acting was superb, and I I still identify to this day a lot of those characters with the voices that played them. Um, but they took it was cool. They took various elements of the comic books and turned them into episodes, and it was it was very very well done. Yeah. Very very well done. And that's the first time I got to see the the Phoenix Saga, you know, yeah. because of this. I watched that and I so. went back and read the comic book years later. So, um, very yeah. good. All right, movies. We're going on to movies now, Johnny. Your top five movies. My top five movies. Number five for me. This is a staple for uh, for myself. Every Halloween, 1993 brought us the fantastic, uh, the amazing Hocus Pocus. Uh, I love Hocus Pocus. That's an absolute must-watch every Halloween for me. Hocus Pocus, my number five. Number four, I, uh, because of my grandpa, growing up, uh, staying with my grandpa a lot, loved Westerns. And in ninety uh, in ninety three, we got Tombstone. Uh, Tombstone is a fantastic, great performances across the board. What a fantastic movie! Uh, number three, uh, this is to me. Uh, I don't know why, but this uh, was also another movie that kind of represents ninety three. <laughs> ninety three was a good year for Johnny uh, as a kid because uh, this was Rookie of the Year, uh, where the uh, kids playing baseball and he somehow breaks his arm, but actually makes them pitch better. It's <laughs> It's a miracle of the human body. But uh, Rookie of the Year, my number three. My number two, uh, this movie, in my opinion, gets severely overlooked, and it's about time that that stops. I am tired of it, and that is Homeward Bound. Uh, we have three animals trying to get back home. Uh, one of them's voiced by Michael J. Fox, uh, so that's going to win for me because I love Michael J. Fox on top of that. So Homeward Bound, my number two. And, of course, number one, I already mentioned it at the top of the show. Jurassic Park. I don't even really need to say anything more. But one of the one of my all time favorite movies ever. Jurassic Park. Number one. Eh, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's it's all right. Um. All right. No. Very good list. Very good list. Got some different ones. I think we might have a couple matched up. Uh. So my top five. My top five. I went Hocus Pocus at number five. Of course. Uh. Halloween classic. And I don't know. I've watched it like year round. Like it doesn't matter what time of year. It's just yeah. a good movie. You can watch it whenever 
Uh, this one was a different one. All right, number four, Robin Hood Men in Tights. <laughs> <laughs> all right that was i mean i had a top 10 list honestly and that was my top 10 Would have made i it. love that movie <laughs> i yeah. oh so good just a funny twist because i grew up with the um with the uh the robin hood disney cartoon and then to see it portrayed in live action in a very yeah. comical form it it just worked yeah. <laughs> it just yeah, worked. It's so great it's so good <laughs> so uh that's my number four number three vintage classic baseball movie i think everybody's seen it the sandlot the the Sandlot was uh, came out in ninety three. That was my top ten. That's my top ten. Top ten, yeah. Oh, Sandlot was yeah. so good. Uh, one of the I don't know why it's one of the first like movies I remember, but playing baseball as a kid, watching it and a lot, Benny the Jet and and just all these just cool characters and just it was a good story. It was a good it was a nice feel good story uh, that I appreciated. Number two, I'm gonna go the live action Dennis the Menace. Oh wow. I gotta say, not expecting that. Not expecting that. Yeah, a little. Uh, <laughs> no. I, I mean, I appreciated the comic strip for what it was, but that movie was like we spent many many nights watching that, uh, watching that movie uh, for dinner, you know, over dinner and stuff. A lot of funny moments, and just I still get a kick out of it to this day. And of course, in agreement with Johnny, my number one is Jurassic Park. Can't beat it for all the reasons we've already talked about. Yeah, JP got to be the number one uh, in that regard. Uh, moving on to television. Johnny, what you got for your top five TV shows from 1993? In the eyes of a ranger, the unsuspecting stranger had better know the truth of wrong from right. Cause the eyes of the ranger are upon you. Any wrong you do, he's gonna see. And again, I'm gonna say this is how I did my list. It had to be a show that was currently running. It could not be reruns or a show that was over. So that was what I was looking at uh, when I looked at '93. Number five. Um, this may come as a surprise to some people, but my parents, especially my mom, loved this show, and I really started digging it. And I would go back and watch this, and I think it still holds up. And that's Doctor Quinn, Medicine Woman. Mm. Uh, that's such a really underrated show i think a lot of people even know about it now <laughs> i never uh, heard of it so i'll be good. honest i never it's heard of, of it think of um it's kind of in the vein of except for obviously the 90s but kind of the vein of uh a little house on a prairie those type of shows okay uh something like it took place during western is sort of a western too that probably helps me uh number four uh matt did i do that i gotta go family matters <laughs> Uh, Family Matters, my number four for sure. You got to get some Urkel in there. Uh, I was a giant Urkel nerd, so uh, bring on the Urkel for me. Number four, number three, uh, oh, Home Improvement. That's right, Home Improvement is my number three. Uh, I went back recently and rewatched that show. Still very funny. Uh, still very funny and goofy. Number two, uh, this is why ninety three is so great because my top two shows here, uh, I would probably have to put in my top ten favorite of all time. That's how good ninety three was. Okay, number two. Boy meets Boy meets World, uh, my favorite 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 uh, show from the ABC lineup. You know that lineup that had uh, uh, Steve Urkel in it. Like I even like Boy Meets World better than that, and that's saying something because uh, you know I loved Urkel. But Boy Meets World really spoke to me. It was funny and deep at the same time. Um, so uh, I kind of 
I kind of feel for that show. And Topanga was uh, one of my first crushes. What a fox. So, what a uh, fox. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> still still stunning today, by the way. Still a stunning lady. Uh, number one, uh, one. This is honestly one of my all-time favorites. Three for me. All-time favorite. The X-Files. Love The X-Files. Uh, this is a show that was appointment television. Of course, this is well before you could watch stuff streaming. So uh, my family, especially me and my mom, would make sure uh, we were there on Sunday nights to watch The X-Files. Um, love The X-Files, one of my all-time favorites. Matt, your TV shows. All right. Great top five, my friend. Uh, my top five TV shows, I went Boy Meets World at number five. Uh, great. It, it was it was cool because it was – I mean, I, I eventually watched reruns, and it was kind of cool because you got to watch somebody grow up really right in front of you in TV show yeah. form, and it was very uh, – it was relatable in a way. It was relatable in a way, uh, and the show and the show kind of grew up with them too, in a way. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Uh, I, I love it. like it's weird watching growing like people growing up on TV or in a movie. Like it's a, it's a weird feeling. It makes you think that like life goes by pretty quickly, and and it, it kind of did. If you can zoom yeah. through a Boy Meets World, you know, if you zoom through the episodes, it it, it really does. Uh, number four, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Roseanne. <laughs> I, I know she's got a lot of heat on her now, but I thought it was, I mean, Roseanne was a great, yeah. I thought it was a good, really good family show. It's a bit of a. And it was huge. It was. It was. There was a relatable was character. A show. I think everybody could relate to that family. They were a hot mess. They didn't, they weren't afraid to show it. Uh, you know, they're very. Yeah. They, if, they, if you weren't that family, you at least knew somebody in your family who was that. Correct. Correct. Uh, so, yeah, that's why I got yeah. Roseanne at number four. Number three, I have uh, Home Improvement. <laughs> I think I did the noise right. Uh, Tim the Toolman. I can never find reruns of this show, but it's oh, it's so good, it's so good. Uh, number two, I went Fresh Prince of Bel Air. On this, yes, one. that was in my top ten. It's yeah. I I, I still watch to this day and laugh. Like it's, it was really good television, very good television. And number four, this might come as a surprise. I went Walker Texas Ranger. <laughs> So you don't feel bad because that was in my top ten. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I had to. It's Chuck Norris. Yeah. It's guns. It's fighting. It's uh, yeah. I just remember it being on the USA Network, and I mean the worst, some yes. of the worst storylines I've ever seen in my life. But it was good. Oh, it was good. Yeah, it was like watching very, five dollar wrestling. If you go back. And, <laughs> if you go back and watch it now, you'll definitely pick apart a lot of things. But uh, when I was 10 years old, I was watching those roundhouse kicks, man. Those roundhouse kicks were sweet. They were good. They were really good. Uh, but here we go. Here's our last little bit for you guys. Top five video games. Johnny, kick us off with your All top right. five. So this is tough for me because not only do I got to be honest with my list, the game came out in 93, but also I do Retro Bliss. I am one half of the so-called self-imposed uh, definitive voices in retro gaming. So I feel my reputation is on the line here, Matt, but I want to <laughs> go with it anyway. Number five, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. It came out for both the Genesis and the Super Nintendo. Uh, this is an incredibly fun game. I don't know if you ever got to play it, but I highly, highly recommend it. It's very uh, tongue-in-cheek. There's a lot of humor in it. 
but it kind of is uh, lampooning a lot of your zombie slash horror movies in a way. But it's really, really fun. Uh, number four, DuckTales 2. Uh, both DuckTales games are actually quite good. And the second one is still also very good for uh, the NES. This is a later NES game. Uh, number three, this is one of my all-time favorite games ever. And I rented this for my Sega Genesis from our local video store constantly. And that is Rock and Roll Racing. It's such a really fun racing game. Probably my favorite racing game of the 16-bit era. I love it, Rock and Roll Racing. Uh, number two, of course, is one of my all-time ever favorite video games. It's NBA Jam. Uh, I'm an NBA fan. I love NBA basketball. And, of course, uh, when NBA Jam came out, I was uh, I was sold hook, line, and sinker. And I would play this thing not only in the arcades, but when it came out for my second Genesis, I was all about that NBA Jam. He's on fire. Uh, number one, of course, um, this is kind of a cheat. because It's kind of four games together that they upgraded. But it came out in 93. That is Super Mario All-Stars for the Super Nintendo. Uh, this took some classic Mario games that I already loved and just beefed up the graphics to the 16-bit. That took them from 8-bit to 16-bit. Huge job. These things looked amazing. It's the best those games ever looked. Uh, and I played the heck out of a Super Mario All-Stars card. I played that thing, all those Mario games constantly. So that's my top five video games. Matt, what you got? All right. Bring us home. Uh, my top five, I agreed. Zombies Ate My Neighbors. I love zombies-based video games. It was a fun cartoonish perspective, some really cool environments, some missions, uh, kind of a cool replay value to it. So, uh, yeah, Zombies Ate My Neighbors, number five. Number four, I'm a huge sucker for pinball. Like, I love pinball. I would love to own a pinball machine. Uh, but it, it was really cool in 1993 to be able to play uh, Sonic Spinball. That's my number four. Yes. Uh, that's my I number. I like that game. It's it's so good. All the, I mean, all the fun elements of Sonic, but this is also when they started to whore him out a little bit, and he he just got way too overdone. Like Sonic was starting to get a little overdone, yeah. and that's why you know he's not as yeah. popular as he used to be. Uh, number three, I'm going to go Doom, first person shooter. Uh, I mean, I was I definitely wasn't playing this at two years old, but you know, looking back, and it was it, it, cha- <laughs> it changed the game. It changed the game. A lot of cool, uh, a lot of cool aspects it's to important. it. It's important. It is very important. They could. It, I think it is often considered Especially the very first. If you love, oh, go ahead. First person shooter. Yeah. If if you love a uh, if you love a first person shooter, then like I was never a giant Doom fan, but I have a lot of respect for it because uh, there's you know, if it wasn't for it, I probably wouldn't get gotten GoldenEye or you right know, or what we have today. So one hundred percent. My number two. Uh, I'm in agreement with you as far as your number one goes. But Super Mario All Stars, getting to play those vintage NES games in a in a better Right, I think it was 16-bit that era, uh, but a bit much better visually. Uh, it, it translated very well, and it was cool. Mario games are just timeless, and uh, yeah, love yeah. that. And my number one game from 1993 is Mortal Kombat 2. Uh, oh, so good, so good. Uh, it's honestly my favorite Mortal Kombat game of all time. I thought, like, from the 2D perspective, the best visuals. Uh, I didn't care for I didn't care for MK3, but MK2 was special. I love the fatalities, the characters. Uh, everything about it was just it just felt larger than life. So uh and, and the Easter eggs in that game were incredible too. So uh yeah, MK two is my number one game from nineteen ninety three. But with that Yeah, MK oh, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, MK two yeah, I was gonna say just to put a button on that. MK two of the Mortal Kombat series for me is also my the one that I if I think Mortal Kombat, that's the game that I think of is the second one. Definitive. Definitive. A lot of the most iconic characters are yeah. in that game. 
uh, from the whole series. But all right, uh, everybody, that is a wrap uh, on this episode. Johnny, for our next podcast episode, do you know what uh, you know what you have in mind for us to do? No, not at all. So you got to stay tuned <laughs> uh, because I got a whole list that I want to choose from. Uh, I'm uh, I'm at odds with it, so we'll see what we want to choose. Who knows? Who knows? All right, all right. So make sure you follow us on Facebook if you don't already. Uh, Retro Pop and like I said, biweekly episodes. We appreciate your support. We had a huge month of listenership last in in July, so we thank you for that. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Give us a like and uh, like and listen. And we'll uh, we'll talk to you in two weeks on another episode of Retro Pop. Johnny, my friend, thank you. Listeners, enjoy the rest of PodCon 2020. Get in here. We gotta call this thing. Tighten up. Come here. All right, guys. Here's the situation. Two minutes left. Zero timeouts. Down by a touchdown. We gotta drive 75 yards. All right. We could do this thing. I believe in each and every one of you. But real quick, did you guys know that the Two Point Conversation podcast runs five days a week, Monday through Friday, with various co-hosts and different themes every day? And then you can listen to them on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. So what's the play? Just, all right, just, come on, hurry up. Get to the line and just run, and I will get it to somebody, all right? Come on, on three. Ready. Set. Mother. Delay of game. Offense.